Welcome back to About Last Night. I'm your host, Anna Wiest, an advocate for justice, with Francis Scarcella, reporter for The Daily Item. Matthew Hoy was 20 years old when he died in May of 1994. His remains were found inside of his mother's car, which had been on fire on Bunker Hill in Cole Township, Pennsylvania. Small-town crimes sometimes go less noticed by the media and, therefore, the public. About Last Night is bringing these cases to the forefront to get the attention that they need and deserve. This season will cover several cases, some old, some new, all of which justice has yet to be served. It's a Sunbury woman who went missing uh, in April of 20. 20- the missing persons case of Corey uh, The death of Matthew Hoy. The missing persons case of Tracy Crow. We are covering these cases and more. All small town crimes that we are bringing to the forefront. This is About Last Night, a true crime podcast. Produced by Harv Productions, LLC. <laughs> Today, we are talking to Matthew Hoy's brother and nephew, Tim and Ethan, over the phone. I am Tim Hoy. I am uh, Matthew Hoy's brother. And I'm Ethan Hoy. Tim Hoy told us the story of his brother's death from his point of view. If you want to give me the kind of story, like, from your point of view, if you can, because, like, you can find stuff in reports, but there's honestly not that much that we've been able to find. So if you kind of want to give us, like, a an eyewitness account of how everything happened, that would be great. Well, I'll give you what I can remember and what I, you know, what I know. I mean, it was sketchy and, and, and there wasn't a whole lot of hard facts, you know. Right. That they didn't find out who, who killed my brother, you know. So they, they considered it a homicide. My brother was uh, found up on Bunker Hill in Shemokin behind the baseball field. Uh, at approximately 2.30 in the morning on, I think it was May 7th, 1994, in a burning car. So the uh, I, I was told there was a report that, that somebody from afar could see up onto the up into the hill area, they could see there was a fire there, so they called the uh, fire department, and they come up and they were putting out what they thought was a car fire until they found his body in the back seat. He was 20 years old at the time. And how old were you? I was 30. So, and then uh, uh, once they once they put the car fire out and found my brother's body in the back seat, uh, then they uh, they found out whose car it was, and then they just assumed that it was my brother in the back seat. Although he was burned beyond recognition, and it took about six months uh, with. Up to, Till they finally got some DNA testing, till they actually pronounced him dead, that it was my brother. Tim thought that there was something weird about the fire from the beginning. And with that being said, did you immediately uh, that night? Did you did you think it was suspicious at that night? Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was suspicious all along. Uh, he was up at a uh, you know everybody hung out up on Bunker Hill in the Shemokin area years ago. Kids his age and. Uh, uh, it was a partying spot, and and uh, uh, he had an apartment on Sunbury Street in Shemokin, and what was supposed to happen was after the, the little party he had up there, they were going to go down to his house, and everybody kind of just got in their vehicles and went down into the city, and he lived on Shemokin, on Sunbury Street in Shemokin, 
and everybody was kind of heading down that way and he never made it down off the hill so uh that's the time frame that uh uh you know we're considered that he was he was killed in that time frame we'll be right back there's something to be said about a sale with a handshake a service technician who really knows what he's doing they can explain it in english what the problem is there's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area that's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. As far as his brother knows, there has not been any movement on Matthew Hoy's case in recent years. We had spoken to uh, the former county coroner, and he said this is one of those cases that just stuck with him the whole time, so obviously it has stuck with you and your family. Uh, have you had any uh, like rapport with any investigators? Uh, I mean, I'm sure at that time you did, but since that time, and, and are you in contact with any investigators, and, and has there been anything you know, new that has come to light in the last, you know, so many years. No, no, it's been cold for as long as I can remember. Uh, uh, it was, it was an ongoing investigation for years and we were, we were working with the police and, uh, you know, uh, the, the county detectives or this, I think it was a coal township detectives at the time, uh, probably for about the first six, seven years until they, uh, finally f figured out that they weren't going to be able to solve it and pretty much said that, you know, that that's about where that, where it stands is where it was at. But, uh, I don't think the, uh, I think it was the Cole Township police that investigated the, uh, the crime. I just don't think that time that they were, that they were equipped to be able to complete an investigation like that, you know, and uh, it, it wasn't a, a slam against the police department or any of the detectives. I just don't think that they had the resources that they needed to be able to, to be able to find out what happened. Moving forward, Tim said he continues to hope for progress in his brother's case. What would you like to see now? I mean, obviously this is a, a case that has stuck with you as well. So what would you like to see now? Well, if we just get it out there and uh, uh, just plead to the, to the people that if there's anybody out there that would have any hard information that maybe has withheld it over the years, it's compelled to, to say something or, or uh, give us some information that uh, could lead us to, to somebody that, that has, you know, that killed my brother. What are your actual suspicions? Uh, obviously, none of it has been proven or anything to, to that effect, but what would you, uh, you know, what, what are your... What are your thoughts and suspicions on this case? Well, it, it's hard to say, you know. Uh, for years and years, I thought that he was murdered, you know. And, uh, you know, over the years, you just you just don't know, you, you know, for sure. I mean, the, uh, the police had told us at the time of the investigation that, uh, uh, and the, their words were that they, they – 
they swabbed his lungs after they when they were doing the autopsy and they said that there was an excel they considered there was an accelerant used in the fire so they that's why i'm pretty sure they considered it homicide so uh kind of led us to believe that uh he was either killed or or putting his car and set on fire so or killed before that somehow but uh uh, I mean, the police department considered it a homicide for the with the evidence they had, and uh, uh, you know what we what we were told was that uh, because they found an accelerant in his lungs, that they thought that somebody uh, probably torched the car, and, you know, and uh, he may have been alive when that happened. But uh, the the big the best lead that they had years later was. And here's what we were told, and, and I, I wouldn't know where to find the evidence on any of that stuff, but uh, at one time they had found a suspect's vehicle, uh, a person that they considered a prime suspect. And uh, it was the vehicle that the suspect owned at the time of my brother's death. And uh, for some reason they wanted to check the vehicle out and they couldn't find it. And like two years later they found it up in a... Uh, uh, a junkyard somewhere in Pottsville or somewhere was going to be was going to be crushed, and they took the back they took the car seats out and they did some kind of ultraviolet uh, testing. They had it sent to California because they thought, well, if they found blood in this car, then they'd maybe be able to uh, uh, link the the crime to somebody. And they said when when the uh, when they did the inspection with the uh, technology that they had at the time that the car seats lit up like a Christmas tree with my brother's blood on it, but they could never uh, extract any DNA that said that it was his blood. And that's, that's where it all went cold right after that point. Ethan, Matthew Hoy's nephew, said that though he never met his uncle, he has watched his family suffer in grief. Yeah, well, it's definitely sad uh, never getting to meet him and hearing all the stories about him and uh, seeing how it impacted my family and hurt them. Yeah, it pretty much put my mom in her grave. Once again, we come back to Francis's words of wisdom. The public has the answers, and Tim hopes that they will soon come forward. With the with the, the newfound attention that's been given here, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, obviously, I think that uh, any any help is good. And anytime you can get it out there to the to the public to at least know that it's something that's not forgotten about is a good thing. But what would you like the public to know uh, as far as this case is concerned? Well, that we're still interested in finding out who killed my brother. You know, if it indeed you know was somebody that killed him, uh, there always seem to be uh, people in the Shimokin area who uh, always seem to have information about. The, what happened and and somebody always seemed to know somebody that said something or saw something but uh uh you know i'm interested in in uh somebody coming forward that has some hard evidence that may be able to say hey uh we know what happened we we, we've never said anything but here's what we know and something that we could we could build upon and maybe get a lead to find out who killed my brother we'll be back after this Sholly Insurance Agency is an independent insurance company that has been family owned and operated since 1985. When you enter their branches in Lewisburg and Sealands Grove, you will be welcomed by local agents who understand your needs 
and want to help you find the right coverage at the best price. Locally based and community oriented, Sholly Insurance will help you protect what you love. Head to shollyagency.com for more information. Sholly Insurance Agency, we're here to help. I wanted to know what Matthew Hoy was like as a person. That's something that I don't think you really find in a lot of stories that are done about the case. But the reality is that he was just a young man at the time of his death, and he should have had an entire life ahead of him. Something that I was wondering, um, you know, you read the reports and you read articles and stuff, but it doesn't really um, personify who Matthew was. It, it makes him seem almost like a statistic. I was wondering if you could tell us, like, kind of what he was like. Yeah, he was just a happy-go-lucky young 20-year-old person who was just trying to find his way in life. You know, he graduated from high school. Uh, He was working construction jobs. He had gotten his own apartment. You know, he was just in the process of finding out who he was and what he wanted to do for a living and uh, just trying to make a go at it. You know, just a typical coal region young man, you know, that's, that's who he was. The more families of victims that we speak to, the harder it is to comprehend how they move forward and continue on without their loved ones. What, what's your What's your advice to other families who are probably going through this exact same thing? You know, they'll they'll, they'll never get over it. It's something you never get over. Uh, at some point, for your own sanity, you have to come to terms with it. You know, so. Uh, <clears throat> You know, you just rely on your faith in God, and uh, you just have to trust the people who, who are doing the investigation that they're they're going to find out what happened. You know, today there's a whole lot more technology to be able to find out what happened to somebody. But uh, uh, the one thing that, that kept us together was our faith in God, and if it wasn't for that, you, you know, it would have been a lot harder. When you see things on television or or uh when you read it in the news that some of the cases that have been so old uh, are starting to get solved, does that give you some sort of hope? Yeah, it does. It does because of the new technology that's out there. You know, you see that uh, they're finding out things that happened 30, 40, 50 years ago and, uh, and people are getting arrested for it. I see that all the time, but uh, yeah, that does give me a lot of hope and uh, hopefully that'll be something that, that, that works for us in this case too. Well, I can tell you that we here will we'll never stop for you and we'll continuously ask questions and we'll, you know, pound the pavement and, and, and keep searching for answers as well. And, you know, there are names of people that are still around that I know are still around that were, were really involved in this and people who were suspects. And, and I don't want to throw the names out there just because, you know, I don't have any solid proof. But, uh, but I still have all the names and I still know the people that were involved and, and uh uh, the people that, uh, that the cops and the investigators were targeting, you know, for this crime. So, and, and I think they're still out there. And somebody does know what happened. And uh, we need to find that out. As we always say, if you know anything about this case, reach out to us or the authorities. Even the smallest bit of information could lead to a big break. That's all for now on About Last Night. Thank you for listening, and be sure to tune in again next week.